Yeah, so my name is Jürgen Schneider. I'm uh, working at ABL uh, in the field of battery, and my focus here is uh, developing software and solutions that makes the batteries more efficient, uh, extend driving range, and all those things that people really need and want. My name is um, Jan Richter. Um, I'm the managing director of Petimo, and at Petimo we do battery modeling and simulation solutions. Um, and today we want to talk about batteries with you. So you can. Please. Yeah, Jan, you know, there was a funny story. Uh, a couple of days back, I went to the supermarket and just two ladies there talked about electric vehicles. They're just the, the, the one lady wanted to buy a new car. And she said, oh, never ever will be an electric car. And just was interesting, the arguments why she didn't want to buy. Because she said, I don't want to be, let's say, left alone somewhere in the nowhere with an electric car. And then it's just catching fire. So obviously the, the videos on the internet, they just make people believe they are dangerous or they are, they are not safe. And I just really thought what if they would know what we know. Uh, so it's obviously a lag between what is existing on the market and what is already in the queue and in the pipeline. Yeah. Really interesting. Yeah, that's very true. I mean, the technology is advancing so fast um, over the last years, it's really hard to catch up, even for us as, yeah. as experts in the field. Um, so obviously, the general public has, has difficulties to understand um, the new key features um, of battery electric vehicles. But what you mentioned is like one issue, which is the range of the car, and then the problem like how, how and how fast can I recharge it. Um, and what we see in the newest development projects is, is, is huge progress there. So from your side, um, if we talk about range, um, how do you deal with this? Yeah, I mean, the, the range, I think people still believe that it's oh more than, I don't know, 150 miles or something like that doesn't work. Uh, and that's probably also because they look back to a generation that is already maybe five, 10 years on the market. Of course, the first, vehicles like the BMW i3 or so, they of course had the new technology, were very light, but of course battery, as you said, just developed so fast and now we are talking about ranges of uh, hundreds of miles. So I think people don't really know that the range significantly has increased. And um, yeah, when we just look what is currently also under development with this I don't know, 800 miles or things like that. Mm -hmm. That's really, I, I would be interested also to know whether people really need this long distance or this range, or if it's just an excuse to go to this new technology. Because mm -hmm. when we also see how much do you need really in a daily travel, mm -hmm. it's not hundreds of miles. Yeah, that's, that's true. And if you, look inside the batteries and ask yourself what they change in, in the last years. It's, there's so much. So what people probably know is that if you have a battery, you have like a positive pole and a negative pole, um, like any AA battery has. Um, so when this is connected to the anode on the one side and the cathode on the, on the other side, and what we do in, in battery research is we exchange these materials. So the example of the car that you mentioned is about 10 years old. And the materials back then are very different from the materials that we have in there today. So there is not just one battery um, in these vehicles. And they're constantly 
changing compositions of these anodes where you find graphite, graphite silicon, and um, the, the, uh, the, on the anode side and the cathode side as well, where you have, you have these high energy density cathodes, high energy density meaning that you're getting a long range of the car, like NMC is like one of these materials, NCA is another, but also materials that are potentially a lot safer, and they're called like LFP, lithium iron phosphate. Um, and there are huge advances um, in the last years, and this is what will come to the market pretty soon, and then probably also convince the two women that you, that you mentioned at the very beginning that they can have both a car that has the range they need together with a car that is perfectly safe. But this is still, yeah, as I said, it's, it's under development. It's like latest stuff. Um, and it's, yeah, it, it's not commonly known in the public. The second thing that I mentioned was, okay, now we have like one of these nuclear batteries that we're driving around. Um, and she said, like, I, I run out. So I have to recharge. Um, so how, how does this work? I mean, this is, I think, also one of the complaints. People think, oh, it takes hours and hours and you, you cannot really uh, uh, continue traveling uh, because you have to wait or, or take, take your room maybe if you're on a long distance uh, drive. But, you know, we, with the simulation currently, when we look what currently is a charging time that we can achieve is already in around 10, 12 minutes. Of yep. course, that's something which is uh, completely different to the story that people currently know. And I really would love to, to talk to the people and open our, let's say, labs and our research uh, offices to show them what we already have. But this is always... And what is, what is possible what already. Is possible, yeah. This is... And, but it's difficult, right? I mean, to, to build a battery system that it can charge in like ballpark 10 minutes um, is, is really difficult, it's challenging. And, and why? Um, because it's very complex. It's not easy to just like plug it in like your phone and all done. If you wanna do it fast, um, you have losses, so the cells heat up, you have to take care of cooling. And there are very interesting technologies on how to cool batteries like immersion cooling, which basically means you just soak the whole module in cooling fluid to have a very efficient cooling. So that's one thing you have to do. And the second thing is you have to optimize the way that you charge the batteries. You can do this very efficiently, and this is exactly what you know. Like we work on together yeah. with our customers. So, and and how do we do this? By by simulations, by modeling, meaning we precisely understand what happens inside these cells, and then doing simulations that charge the batteries always at one of their limits. And there are limits from the outside, like the, the power that the power grid can deliver, there are limits from the charger itself, like the maximum current it can charge with. Um, there are limits that come from the cells, like the maximum voltage, or certain inner processes that happen inside. Um, and we can simulate all of those and then really charge as fast as physically possible. And it's just, it's just great seeing this work in the newest projects and to really push it down yeah, to, to getting this done in 10 minutes. Because for me personally, um, if I drive like for 300 kilometers, sorry for saying kilometers, I'm a, I'm a German, I'm a European, so that's why I'm, I'm not thinking in miles. After I drove 300 kilometers, I wanna take a break. Yes. I'm serious, I have to get out of the car, I have to get my cup of coffee, and it takes me like my 10 minutes to, to drink that, so I'm totally fine with having a full battery in that, in that amount of time. And I, I personally, I cannot wait to have this on the market. 
Yeah, and this this is also something. Sometimes I really would like to um, get this information to the to the customers, just to show them there is so much great things to come. Simulation already shows the improvements in driving range, in let's say charging times, and uh, of course performance is still growing and, and getting better and better because there was more energy stored in the in in, in the in the in the cars, but. Do you really think they might change their opinion just because of that? Or is there any other reason maybe that they still think, why should I buy an electric car? I mean, I, I would say there's like a general skepticism towards new stuff, but the moment it's better and affordable, I mean, I know it for myself, then I, I just, I just sw switch and just take it. Yeah. Um, Like it was the same for me with like smartphones. I've pretty long had one of these old school, not smartphones. But the moment I saw the advantages, I immediately switched over. And I think it's going to be exactly the same with electric vehicles. We're not quite there yet, um, but we will be pretty soon. Um, and I, I, it's just like, it's for, for me, um, to be very honest, I still don't have a battery electric car. But my co-founder, he just recently bought one and I really like it. And the, especially the new cars that now come out, um, to me, they are really exciting. So this, like, um, the first electric vehicles that came out, to me, I personally really didn't like them. Yeah, also from the style, um, I think they were too But the newest new. stuff, they were pretty cool. Yeah. I, for me, that's what I think. Yeah. Um, so I'll get one, get one pretty soon. Yeah. I mean, I already did it. So because I, I thought, if you're working for batteries, you re really need to get uh, also in touch with uh, with the cars that you really know what yeah, to do and, and I'm really a piston head so I since let's say I'm 18 I'm driving combustion engine cars and I really like them and, and the the engine sound and things like that but to be honest it, I really enjoyed driving the electric car because you know when it's cold in winter it doesn't need long time immediately heating starts and it's really nice warm within a couple of seconds yeah so that's really great that also i even though now with the cars that are currently now new on the market i have no issue with driving range or or charging it's just yeah. already good and there is at least i could not complain and i really have to say something changed in my head that i really could say that's already really very nice there are a lot of benefits and now even getting faster in the charging And also new chemistry, as you said, is coming, giving even more energy to the cell, giving even more, let's say, potential for fast charging and, and, and uh, even also increasing, uh, let's say, the driving range. I, I think that's really bright future, yeah. I, I would say. And, and also the, the different uh, brands, they are now coming with a lot of different options. It's not just only one car and you have either you take it or leave it. I think there, when you just look on the market, how many of the different sizes with smaller driving range, long driving range, and things like that, that's really very, let's say, nice outlook already. Yeah. And, but let me, let me ask you one thing. So if you just bought an electric vehicle, um, what I often hear is that, um, yeah, the, the batteries age, they get destroyed after some time just by using it because that's the experience that I also make personally with my phone. 
Um, so my phone battery, after a couple of years, just not has the same capacity anymore. So these ages are not afraid when you purchase your car that your battery will just be dead within five years. No, not not really, because I think currently, at least also what we see from the from the let's say simulations, I think they still do not use all the. Uh, resources that the battery has. I think there's a lot of kind of safety margin on yeah. to just yeah. to ensure that you can really uh, take the whole, uh, let's say, lifetime, the good driving range and, 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 and the capacity. So I think just when we look on what is still uh, possible with the cell that is available, I think they do not really take all the, the resources in the cell. Yeah, that's true. And they also, the, the whole industry is strongly moving forward in understanding aging. So why does it happen? And if it happens, what can we do about it? So what can we do to actively avoid certain aging mechanisms that, that happen in, in, inside those cells? So to derive optimal strategies that really use the resources that we put into these batteries. Both like the, the energy we needed to produce them, the materials we had to, to harvest to produce these batteries, to use them in an optimal fashion, um, to really have a car that lasts very, very long, um, and in an overall calculation, saves a significant amount of CO2 to really fight climate change with this technology, because that's one of the, one of the core goals of electrification, to basically move beyond the petroleum-based economy. Um, and I personally, I really enjoy being part of this um, yeah. and making this, this planet more, the way we live on this planet more sustainable. Yeah, definitely fully agree with you. It's, it's really something, I always thought uh, the combustion engine is, is uh, just what really excites me. Uh, but something happened when you start working on these electric vehicles, they have a completely different kind of touching you and battery electric vehicles, they open completely new doors and uh, solutions are just, you know, I, I also think we are currently on, uh, at the beginning and um, aging, I, I think it's, it's, it's another light like this. There are some kind of passwords or these, these things that, oh, I cannot do it because of aging, charging, driving range. So and I think the industry is now requested to show that they can solve those things. And with the simulation, I think we already have a proof that this can be solved. This at least not maybe solved, but handled. Because also a, a combustion engine doesn't live forever. And so it's clear, we have clear understanding how long is a component lifetime. If it's a piston, if it's a conroad or whatever. And the same also we have to learn or we have already understood in certain areas about the battery and simulation here, as you said, the aging, the, the, the fast charging, what happens inside really is getting clearer and we can take here the, the right operating modes to run. Of course, I think the, the, the customer doesn't worry about which anode material and which charging profile. He just wants to use them have fun. And that's, I think, the, our job to do this. Thanks for listening to Reimagine Mobility Podcast. If you liked this episode, please subscribe and tell a friend.